Blog Talk Radio. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Good evening, and welcome to Totally Whole Presents We Are One Woman Community Talk Show. I'm Dr. Maxine Thomas, the director of the Women's Center at Louisville Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. And I'm excited to have you join us as a listening audience today. Uh, We have a special guest today, Evangelist Norma Bean of Louisville, Kentucky. And our special topic today is Christian meditation, healing the mind, spirit, and body. Evangelist Bean is here, and she is uh, she's on the ministerial staff at Quinn Chapel AME Church here in Louisville, where the Reverend Troy I. Thomas is the pastor and where I am the assistant pastor. And uh, Evangelist Bean is going to talk to us about the art of meditation, that is Christian meditation. She has a BA degree in mental health and developmental disabilities and a master's in Christian counseling. And she also has a certificate from Moody Bible Institute in Theological Studies. And she is a second degree Reiki practitioner. Can you greet us, Evangelist Bean, this evening? Good evening, all. And Dr. Thomas, not only am I Good excited evening. Part of this ministry, but I am excited about just being here and sharing what God has given me with your audience. God bless you. God bless you. Evangelist Bean, um, as women, we face so many stresses on a day-to-day basis. We have disappointments in relationships, problems on the job, and even church drama. Somebody knows something about that. And sometimes it is hard to uh, find the strength, even as Christians, it's hard to find the strength to make it from one day to the next. And um, that's why I'm so excited about this show, because I know that you are going to help us to know how we can gain extra strength to deal with life problems and stressors. So I know you're going to tell us about meditation, but I think we could start out by just, uh, you know, if you can just share with us what is meditation. Well, Dr. Thomas, you are so correct. Because in the world in which we presently live, each of us are constantly being bombarded with outside stimuli, your radio, cell phone, email, Twitter, Facebook, and whatever, and we've become quite proficient at multitasking. Even our children are being introduced at an earlier age to multitask. I remember years ago when we would be misbehaving or a little too rowdy, my mom would say, sit down and collect yourself. Well... Now I understand (laughs) what it means to collect ourselves. We're going in so many different directions. You're right. Yeah, to meditate is to focus on one thought, feeling, and or idea. Uh, Christian meditation is a form of prayer, but it's a structured Mm -hmm. attempt to become aware and reflect upon the revelations of God. Now the word Mm. meditate the Latin word meditare, which has a range of meanings, but it includes reflection, study, Mm. practice. Christian meditation is the process of deliberately focusing on specific thoughts, such as a Bible passage, and reflecting Mm -hmm. on their meaning and their context, especially the Mm -hmm. context of God's love. And Mm. then... So how how do we... um... I, I hear you saying to reflect, um, and sometimes as women, we have so many different things on our mind at the same time. But how do you actually center in on one thing, um, such as God's love, and, and reflect? How do you do that? Well, one thing, we must be 
uh, intentional in taking time mm. to be with God. Intentional, and that is a powerful word, being intentional. I wanted to mention some little thing that I learned um, about uh, one woman from years ago um, who used to, when she, she had 12 children, and it was hard for her to get away, and what she would do was sit down and put her apron, and that was John Wesley who began the Methodist mm-hmm. movement. His mom would sit down and put her apron over her head, and when the children were (laughs) doing that, they knew, don't bother mom. So each of us in our home, we can find a place. If if there's no more Uh than bathroom to go in, Uh but let your family and especially friends know that on Thursdays between 7 and 7.15, please don't call me. That's my time of meditation. And people will Right, and you just said something important right there (laughs) because people will call in. And, you you, you know, you have to – I hear you saying you have to kind of um, know exactly what you want to get out of your time and having a specific place and also letting others know that this is your time. And, um, you know, giving them that signal, as you said, John Wesley's mother would put her apron over her head. So <laughs> so I, I hear you. Uh, go right ahead. Tell us more about meditation. Yes, I started that over 10 years ago, letting people know mm-hmm. what in those 15 minutes that, or half an hour that they were not to call. And if the phone mm-hmm. rang, you know, they'll call back. Or now we have caller mm-hmm. ID, they'll call back. And if they say, I tried to reach you, say, Oh, I'm sorry that I failed to let you know that Thursdays between 7 and 7.30 is my time of prayer and meditation. So could you kind of not call me at those times? And people will hire <laughs> Trust me, yes. they will. Yes, and so I guess sometimes we are kind of timid in, you know, in, in actually sharing with people. People, um, you know, sometimes they want to respect our personal time with the Lord and our personal time, um, you know, specifically of meditation. But if we don't share it with them, then how would they know? So we yeah. just have to, you know, to, to be bold and to, uh, as you said earlier, be intentional uh, when yeah. it comes to meditation because uh, because I know that it, it's important. You know, as we said earlier, um, women have a lot of stressors and different things that we're going through. Men have stressors as well, but since this is a talk show specifically for women, uh, you know, we have some extra things that we may have on our plate and on our minds even that men may not, uh, you know, may not be stressed by such as uh, women today uh, who are working but yet still at the same time um, when we come home from work, we still have, a a lot of women still have um, the home on their mind, more so taking care of the household, even though I know that we live in a a modern-day society and, you know, roles of male and female may not be as evident as they were some 50 years ago because we have, you know, come out of that time period but at the same time, there are a lot of women who still do regard home chores and so forth as their responsibility. Yes. And so they're, you know, carrying all of this weight. And so um, how important is it that we actually do need that time to steal away and to uh, have that private time and to have others to respect that private time? Um, Evangelist well, Dean, how does oh, – oh, I'm sorry, go right ahead. You are being so clear as to why we really need to have those few moments for meditation because of all Mm -hmm. the stress 
most men come home and that's the time that they want to sit down and relax and just put aside mm-hmm. what's at the workplace. But we're home engineers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's not so much that it's expected, but because of the way yes. we're wired normally as women, mostly as women, yes. you just feel a responsibility, mm-hmm. especially if there are young children in the home. Yes. Yes, and sometimes we we actually place those burdens on ourselves. I remember uh, when I first got married, and and uh, you know my husband is a very kind man, and he you know yeah. he you know he's just there for me to help. We do everything together. So uh, you know I even jokingly say we we had our babies together because I could, and I always say I couldn't have done it without them. Um, yeah. But at the same time, when it comes to certain roles, quote unquote, I remember as a newlywed. Uh, we invited our pastor and his wife to um, dinner. Um, this was before we were actually in the pastoral ministry ourselves, and he wanted me to sit in, you know, sit with the um, with our pastor and his wife and just entertain them. And I think we were playing uh, some type of board game. Uh, you know, this was you know a while ago. We were playing a board game, and he was actually at the stove preparing dinner. And for me, I started feeling like, well, gee, I should be the one standing, you know, over the stove and cooking and preparing the food, and uh, because I was kind of locked to some of those traditional roles, but, um, but you know, but what we have to do as women is that if our husband or a significant other offers to help us or offers yes. to do something around the house, we have to allow them, let them do it, instead of sometimes taking on those extra stressors um, to ourselves. And, you know, even yes. engaging the children around the house to help out with chores and do things around the house, too, so that it, it takes some of the stress and the pressure off of us. Another and thing, so, Doctor. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Yes, go right ahead. Uh, sharing uh, responsibilities with your spouse or significant other. And it's a wonderful thing uh, to let them know also that you're intentionally needing this time to be a better person, to be uh, all that God has called you to be, and you need a little time out. It's it's a mm-hmm. beautiful. Trust me, uh, I've done that for years with my husband, who is now deceased. But we took that time out, and he went in his office, and I'd be in another room, and we knew not to disturb one another. And it it makes you so much better when you've had mm-hmm. that few moments just to unwind. Um, I would like to say something about Western uh, Christian teaching and meditation. Uh, There's a monk, uh, a 12th century monk named Gil. He emphasized Mm -hmm. that uh, when Ernst's meditation begins, he said, the Holy Spirit enters the soul of the meditator and turns water Mm -hmm. into wine and shows the path Mm. of contemplation and a better understanding of God. So this monk Mm -hmm. from the 12th century was saying that when you genuinely get into meditating on the Word of God, the Holy Spirit enters into the soul and begins to move and turn you on a path towards a better understanding of God and all the attributes of God. It's a, Oh, gee, it's beautiful. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes, that is wonderful. And, and we need to be on that path of healing yes. Um, holistic healing. And so um, I know that there are a lot of people, uh, even within the church today, that are beginning to realize more and more 
the importance of holistic healing because yes. it's, it's uh, you know, certainly a mandate that we've been given as Christians that we are to share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ and how that Jesus died for our sins so that we can have that spiritual healing when we are called out of darkness into um, his marvelous light. But how important is it also that we think in terms of doing what we can to heal our physical bodies? We need a spiritual healing, but we also yeah. need physical healing. We need mental and psychological, emotional healing. Can you um, just discuss a little bit about um, the importance of meditation as far as holistic healing is concerned? About 10 years ago, I lived in Cleveland, uh, and uh, there were some um, experiments done at the Cleveland Clinic. Now, this was over 10 years ago, uh, regarding prayer and meditation. And what they did, they took people from different um, perspectives of life. One was a priest, one was a nun, one was a um, Jewish rabbi, a minister. Uh, They had like seven people from different um, perspectives in life, and they had them to sit and uh, hook them up to machines uh, for blood pressure Mm -hmm. and different ones, and they noticed the changes. But interesting enough, as recently as um, April 17th on the Discovery Channel, medical scientific mm-hmm. evidence of prayer and meditation making a difference, and the movie actor Morgan Freeman was involved in it. And what mm-hmm. that doctor did was to inject several people with a harmless dye and had them to pray and meditate. And in the meantime, they put them through, of all things, an MRI. And as mm-hmm. they put and meditating, there was a change in the brain. It was the frontal lobe mm. of the brain, and this happened every wow. time. Every time. Wow. And it, was, mm-hmm. it was just on the Discovery Channel on April 17th, and they found that those who were atheists, nothing happened to the brain when they went in, mm. you know, believe in God, I don't believe, but nothing happened. And mm. they have found that during times of meditation that your blood mm-hmm. pressure drops, and they've also discovered through the Cleveland Clinic that people who were diagnosed with cancer, as they began mm-hmm. uh, to meditate on a regular basis and whatnot, the cancer did not spread at the rate that the doctors had pre- predicted that it would, and other illnesses did not progress so just through prayer and meditation. Prayer makes a difference. Meditation. Wow. (laughs) Yes, you are so, so right about that. And a lot of times we um, underestimate the power of prayer and the power of meditation, the power of God. God is so awesome, and he has a plan for each and every one of our lives. And um, I was once talking to an, an, an older saint in the church. He was back in his 80s at the time. And, you know, I was much younger at that time, so I thought 80s, wow, that was ancient, you know. (laughs) But in any event, he used to always say um, that the reason why he lived so long or was living so long was because he was helping the Lord to help him to live so long. And I thought, uh, Evangelist Dean, I thought that was very, very curious and interesting. But I I think what you're talking about today, meditation, I think that that's um, for when we meditate, we actually come into partnership with God. Of course, we're already saved, and, you know, as some would say, we're saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. 
But at yes. the same time, as we even as we are saved, we have to still take time to have that devotional time with the Lord, um, and we have to pray and to seek God and to meditate. And I'm glad to hear you say that. You know, even scientifically and medically, there's evidence power. It's powerful. Dr. Yes, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. I would like to share something else with those who are on uh, the line. Uh, several studies, yes. not only through the Cleveland Clinic, and um, I'm not positive of what hospital they were using on that uh, April 17th uh, Discovery Channel, but several studies mm-hmm. indicate that those who meditate regularly uh, and had that increase in the frontal lobe, there was a significant mm-hmm. increase in positive emotions higher level mm. and higher thought. Now, these changes are not fleeting, but permanent in those who meditate regularly. Wow. Wow. That, that is awesome, so meditating imit- regularly. Yes. Amen. Amen. So um, we're going to take a break for a few seconds, and when we come back, we're um, going to open up the uh, the line, and hopefully some of our listening audience, hopefully you all will um, will call in, uh, you know, so that we can, uh, you know, have a discussion with you. So um, I'm going to take a break right now. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we inspire awareness, manifesting, motivating, and educating every day. On Sundays, it's Make Me Feel It Radio with Stacey Ferguson. This show is starting a movement as it seeks to inspire people to grow and change the world through personal and financial development. On Mondays, is Totally Whole with Pastor Cook and Dr. Maxine. This show addresses issues related to spirituality and mental health. On Tuesdays, it's Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show will help you get your money right and your financial house in order. On Wednesdays, it's the RN Perspective with our own RN, Stacey Moore. Change the way you think about health by understanding the connection you have with all things and how your habits affect your health. Learn to heal holistically. On Thursdays, it's four weeks, four different shows. Five weeks, five different shows. The first Thursday of the month is Total Empowerment, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out with Angela Hardy. The second Thursday of the month is One Love, One Connection, One Us. Turn your relationship into a spiritual union with Reverend Arlene Cahet and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. The third Thursday of the month is The Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. The fourth Thursday of the month is The Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. This show explores the inner world of our mind and gives advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. The fifth Thursday of the month is Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahat, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. On Fridays, it's Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. It's sexual health and fitness like you've never heard it before with Vondria Walters and Zakia Lana. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. every day. And now you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Family Healing Circle Media. Family Healing Circle, healing the mind, body, and soul. 
healing the mind, body, and soul. And that's what we're talking about today. I'm Dr. Maxine Thomas, the director of the Women's Center at Louisville Seminary here in Louisville, Kentucky, also the assistant pastor at Quinn Chapel AME Church at Shidite, the Quinn Chapel, where the pastor is Reverend Troy I. Thomas. And we are talking to evangelist Norma Bean today, and we're discussing Christian meditation, healing for the mind, spirit, and body. We're having a wonderful conversation. And so we want to open it up to our listening audience right now to see if you have any questions for evangelist Bean relative to the importance of meditation and how meditation can help to heal the mind, body, and spirit. Um, I'm going to take a call now from um, area code 859, and the last four digits are 4153. You're on the line, 859-4153. You're on the line, 859-4153. Well, I guess not. I'll go to another call. Hello? Oh, hello? 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 Yes, you're you're on the line. You're on the air. Oh, I didn't know that I touched the phone and got on the line. But I I did have a question. I I was like, oh, that's my home phone. (laughs) Um, I did have a question in reference to meditation, and I, I don't know if I'm going off topic, but when you're laying hands on someone and you're praying, do you encourage them to go into deep meditation with you and see themselves healing? Evangelistine, are you there? Yes. uh, Give me that question again, please. Um, If you are praying with someone and you are actually laying hands on them, do you encourage them to go into meditation with you and see this body, that part that's ailing them, to see them uh, actually heal themselves through prayer. Of course, it's through prayer and asking the Lord to help you, but you're, you're, you're going through meditation. Would you encourage meditation while you're in prayer? Um, that is not exactly what we call meditation. You could ask okay. them to focus on healing, and the laying on of hands is a gift from God, and everyone doesn't have that gift of healing So that takes us into another realm, but it's um, meditation. uh, You can meditate on being healed. That's one aspect. But what we're talking, yeah, that is a one of the aspects, and there's nothing wrong with that at all because we have to see ourselves as being whole. Definitely. Thank. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you for coming. Amen. Thank you so much. Um, We have a call now from. Area code four one zero. The last four digits eight six six two. You're on the air. Do you have a question, Evangelist Dean, or a comment? Hello, four one zero eight six six two. You're on the air. 
Hello? Are you there? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try to take another call. Um, I'm not sure what's happening there. Um, four four three area code four four three two four eight one. You're on the air. Do you have a question or a comment? Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Four four three two four eight one. Okay, the call call has dropped. Uh, Evangelist Bean, well, yeah. we'll just you know if, if we can continue to talk about the laying on of hands. Um, yeah. When it comes to prayer, um, you know, because I know a lot of times in church um, we have uh, prayer services, and um, you know, even in church we hug and embrace each other. Um, you know, are we able to transfer any positive energy to others um, relative to um, the good feeling that we have when it comes to meditation and prayer? Are we able to, you know, to transfer good and positive by, you know, by touch? Yes, we are able to. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> positive and negative. Positive and Thank negative. Can. Um, and a lot of people think that when you're, praying for someone and embracing them and touching them, that they mistakenly think that is the gift of laying on of hands for healing. But we mm-hmm. would people to pray for them, but that is not necessarily that that individual does have a gift of healing, which is transferred, of course, through the laying on of hands as we see in the scriptures. And it could be negative also. Uh, one of the things, and I don't know if I'm out of order in saying this, but before I minister, I'm not too particular about too many people uh, touching me or being near me uh, before I minister mm-hmm. because of um, I've had experiences in the past that uh, certain persons that came up and just them hugging me and, and whatever mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. not even I'm not I'm very sensitive to touch, very sensitive, yes. and I wasn't feeling yes. wasn't feeling well, mm-hmm. and I'm like, where did that come from? So um, yes. after the service is over or something like that, but as I'm under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and God has given me a message for the people, I just prefer to, quote, unquote, stay in the zone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, praise the Lord. And, yes, I understand um, totally because I remember once um, some years ago that um, one of our former, um, she wasn't a church member, it was before we were actually, before my husband and, I, and myself were actually pastors, but um, she was a lady who was a member of a church where we were on staff, and she, um, while we were at that particular church, um, Dr. Rosemary Cook talked about church hurt um, on last week on Totally Whole, and um, this person um, at our church, um, and I won't say this person's name, but but it just reminded me of the broadcast about church hurt because she was someone who actually was very hurtful, and she um, she actually let me know that she really didn't like me, didn't care for me. And so what actually happened was some years later, she became ill, and she remembered that I prayed, um, you know, fervent prayers um, because God has, um, you know, bless me with the gift also of intercessory prayer. And yes. so she called my husband, and she wanted me to get in touch with her 
to pray for her because she was, um, you know, very ill. And the spirit did not lead me to actually call her to have prayer with her on the telephone. Now, um, you know, some may say, well, that sounds strange. Why would a minister not call and have prayer with someone? But um, but I can understand what you're saying as far as touch is concerned and um, negativity because in my spirit, I felt that she was trying to transfer something to me. And mm-hmm. so I prayed for her, but I didn't come on the telephone to pray for her. Um, and so we do have to be, we must be sensitive yes. to the Holy Spirit and allow God to um, lead us. A lot of times we um, we think in terms of, uh, you know, of not wanting to hurt or to offend if somebody comes up and wants to hug us or wants to touch us or even says that they want to pray um, with us. But we must be careful. We must guard our hearts and guard our yes. spirits. So sometimes guard our faith. And so yes. um, I can totally understand what you're saying. Uh, Evangelist Bean, I know that you also have a ministry to women and girls. And um, you're fairly new here in the Louisville area, but um, I know you started a ministry when you were in Ohio. Can you tell us a little about that, you know, the name of that ministry? And let's talk about that ministry a little bit. Yes. uh, The name of the ministry is Women of Royal Destiny. Women of Royal Destiny, Mm -hmm. and we minister to women women and children. And our focus, uh, one of the main focus was domestic violence, and mm-hmm. spiritual growth, domestic violence and spiritual growth. And uh, we had periodic uh, prayer retreats, at, and mm-hmm. um, we had uh, luncheons. And the main oh. thing that we did was to uh, the prayer retreats. And uh, mm-hmm. we ministered to women. Uh, we went to a domestic violence center uh, once a month and did things with the women there and also, uh, twice a year we had a luncheon, and all the proceeds that uh, we brought in, one luncheon in particular, we ended up giving $2,000 to the Domestic Violence Center right there. Wow. And, uh, wow. Yeah, one of the members made, because uh, we wear purple ribbons for domestic violence, and she put mm-hmm. together purple ribbons and whatnot, and we sold them for a dollar, and we ended up... Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a few, uh, quite a bit of money for that and contributed that to the Center for Domestic Violence. But we actually went Mm -hmm. there and uh, worked at the center. And then I started a program called Children of Destiny. It was for girls 11 through 17. Our focus was pregnancy prevention, literacy, and cultural awareness. I applied Mm -hmm. for and got a chance to run that. And once a month we met with the girls and I brought in uh, different professionals to talk to them on different topics, and then we took mm-hmm. them to plays for the cultural aspect. And I even did a trip to the Underground Railroad to Canada, mm. and those girls wow. had never been out of Cleveland. So um, God really blessed uh, that particular ministry, and I have two young ladies in Amen. particular started with me when they were 11 and 12. They are now 26 mm-hmm. years old and still in contact with me. Wow, (laughs) that's great. And Evangelist Bean, I certainly applaud you, and you sound like a grassroots um, kind of, um, you know, evangelist for the Lord, because sometimes as women, um, we may not be given, um, sometimes we may not be given some of the same opportunities as men. And, uh, you know, so basically as God gives 
us a vision, as I can see, he gave you a vision to minister yes. to the needs of women and also to the needs of girls. And um, when God gives a vision, there's always provision. And I heard you mention grants. How does yes. one go about, um, you know, how did you go about getting a grant so that you could fund the vision? It was interesting that one of the members of Women of Royal Destiny was a grant writer. <laughs> and wow. Talked, See how God hooks it up? <laughs> that was a holy hookup. Amen. And, uh, about doing something with the girls. And um, I did not want it under the church per se and um, because I felt mm-hmm. that I would be have some constraints with what I did with the girls. And we met at a public mm-hmm. library, and God gave us favor and I happened wow. to have known a lady who was the head librarian in the inner city. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband pastored a very prominent, upscale, large church. And I'm mm-hmm. from Brooklyn, New York, and I'm used to being in the inner city. And when people would see me, they'd say, Evangelist Bean, what are you doing here? I said, I'm here ministering <laughs> my people and his children. And it, it was just Amen. a thing to let people see you out of church on Sunday with that hat and all dressed up. And I'd have on my mm-hmm. jeans and be with the girls and taking them out to different places, you know. And it was, it was beautiful. It's just beautiful. Wow. God opened the door for me to do something here in the Louisville area. Uh, one of the young Amen. ladies that mm-hmm. kind of talked about a burden that she has for young girls getting pregnant and this and that and the other. And I told her, I said, I'm going to talk to you. I'll work with you. So maybe that's mm-hmm. another door that God is opening right here in Louisville, especially at Quinn. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And and that's the key to it. So many times um, we have opportunities to be um, of service in the community, to be of service in our churches, and, um, and, and we miss the opportunity. Sometimes God places a person right in our midst, and, you know, and you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit and also sensitive to um, those who are around you. And so God opened your eyes and your ears so that you could see and hear and to know that God was actually placing, um, obviously he's placing this um, this young woman in your path so that you can, um, you know, work together or, or at least help to encourage each other in the ministry because there are a lot of needs. And, you know, and, and sometimes we're wondering, what can I do? How can I yes. be of service? Um, how, what, what can I do to make a difference? And, um, you know, evangelist being, I believe that even if we can make the difference in just one person's life, then, um, yes. you know, the songwriter would say our living has not been in vain. So yes. so you have this, uh, you know, this uh, desire to start this ministry here, and that's beautiful. What I would like to do is take an, another break, have a commercial break, and then when we come back, can you just do something real special for us? Can you just lead us? In a, a short meditation, would you would you do that for us, Evangelist Bean, when we come back? Yes, I really would love to. Thank you. Amen. Okay, we'll be right back. The cycle of mediocrity. Did you know that most people don't like waking up to an alarm clock every morning? How would you like to make a full-time income working part-time from home? The largest percent of people who make six-figure or more. Do it from a home-based business. You can design your own future with a company that is fun, fast, friendly, and rewarding. The Lemu Company is new to the Baltimore area, looking for a few good men and women. If you are a leader and you're sick and tired of the Monday to Friday 9 to 5 grind, 
If you want to set your own schedule and pay, contact Gloria at 443-326-1943. That's 443-326-1943 or email gleach7 at verizon.net. That's gleach7 at verizon.net. I'll see you at the top. Welcome back. This is Dr. Maxine Thomas, the director of the Women's Center at Louisville Seminary, and I am talking to my special guest this evening, Evangelist Norma Bean of Louisville, Kentucky, on staff here at Quinn Chapel AME Church, where the Reverend Troy Thomas and where I am the assistant pastor. And she's talking to us today about Christian meditation, and she told us what meditation is, and she told us we have to have a special place and even to prepare others, to let others know when we're ready to go into that special place, uh, not only a physical place, but a place where we can be settled spiritually and where we can seek God through meditation. So I've asked her to do something real special for us, to lead us um, in a meditation. So Evangelist Bean, it's on you right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. I have You're welcome. Assist- Thank you. I have a system that I'd like to share with the listeners today, and it is spending 15 minutes a day in prayer and meditation, only 15 minutes. If you spend 15 minutes a day, six days a week, and multiply that, you have 90 minutes a week that you've spent in meditation just by using 15 minutes a day. I had someone to say, well, why do you say six days? Because regardless of your persuasion, on the seventh day, you should be in worship. If you use that 15 minutes a day, there's 90 minutes a week. 90 minutes a week, four times a month, translates into 360 minutes a month. That translates into six hours a month in meditation Mm. by using only 15 minutes a day. Amen. And I'd like to share this mess, uh, this scripture with you, Psalm 6610. It's very simple. It says, be still and know that I am God. So I'd like to share that with our audience today. Be still and know that I am God. What you'll do during your 15 minutes is take the first two words, be still. Be still. And we know that our minds are wandering and our thoughts are wandering, and as your thoughts begin to wander, come back to those two words, be still. Then go into and know. The Holy Spirit will start to work with you as to what what am I to know, Lord? What am I to know? That I, the next two words, okay, are you talking about yourself, I? We put too much of ourselves in things. We need to focus on the great I am. And then the last two words, am God. Am God. And begin to thank God for his manifold blessings, just what he's done for you today, yesterday, the day before. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 6610. Be still. Amen. 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 Scripture, but it is so powerful to use. Be still and know 
that I am God. In your 15 minutes, just focus and meditate on that scripture. Mm. Praise God. Praise God. So, you know, thank you very much for that because sometimes we just have to be still and we're so busy, busy helping others and busy. Sometimes we're just busy being busy, evangelist being. <laughs> but, uh, but, but God wants us to just be still, find that quiet place and know that we're not God. Know amen. that he is God. Amen. Amen. And amen. evangelist being, you also have a book. Do you have a book? Can you share with us about the book you've written? And also, I believe you have another one that you're working on and a tape as well. Yes, I'm excited about that. The book is a book of 21 meditations. The title is Seeking Higher Ground. Seeking Higher Mm -hmm. Ground. Mm -hmm. I'd like to share one of the meditations that's from the book. It's uh, God Still Moves Stones. And that is the story of the women that were going to anoint Jesus' body as he was crucified, laying in the tomb. And as women, Mm -hmm. you know, we're talking, talking, and the three women were just talking. But one of the things that someone said was, who's going to move the stone? The stone is too Mm. big. But they journeyed on. They kept on with their uh, ointments and the linen Mm -hmm. that they were going to prepare the body. They kept going. But they knew that neither of them were strong enough to move the stone. And when they got there, an angel had already moved the stone. And so, regardless of what stones are in your life today, God still moves stones. Mm, Amen. 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 Thank you so much. And we want to thank Evangelist Dean for being our guest, and if you can tell us, uh, some may want to get in touch with you. How can how can we um, get in touch with you? My email is uh, lowercase o, the number two, the letter b, h o l y at yahoo. O to be holy. O, the number two, the letter b, h o l y. At Yahoo, and if you're interested in uh, getting the book, you can email me. And I also have a CD of prayers called "Prayers That Avail," and it's a CD with tracks on it and me praying, praying for the nation and the city, for the family, for healing, different Amen. topics. Prayers Amen. That Amen. 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 We finish very soon is a Bible study for women. And the title of that is Women Just Like Me. (laughs) And we're going to look at the women of the Bible and see ourselves in them. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Evangelist Dean. And also I just want to thank the listening audience, those who called in and those who are on the blog, on the Internet, uh, via the Internet today. Also I want to bring you greetings from Quinn Chapel AME Church here in Louisville, Kentucky, and we invite you on behalf of Pastor Troy Thomas and myself to come and worship with us. Um, You know, come visit us to see what's going on at Quinn and also the Women's Center where I am the director, um, the Women's Center at Louisville Seminary. And Evangelist Bean was there with um, Alma Pittman and myself and some others as uh, Alma Pittman, who is a community partner with our Women's Center, presented a wonderful and dynamic um, 
health health fair, health and wellness fair. And uh, we're excited because I'm going to have, uh, you know, Evangelist Bean to come and to share with us again. She was there at that health fair uh, with Alma and myself, and she's going to come back again to be with yeah. us. And, and we, we, we thank you so much. I want to just close out in prayer this evening because it's always good to, you know, to just lift up prayers and praises to the Lord. There may be someone out there who is hurting someone who really wants to find that quiet place, but you really just don't know how to. So let us look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord. We thank you, O God, for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, O God, for an opportunity, Lord, to just come together to just talk about Christian meditation, O God. Father, I thank you for Evangelist Bean, Lord. I thank you, O God, for just blessing her to come here to this area here in Louisville, Kentucky, O God. Father, thank you, Lord, for the ministry gifts that you blessed her with, O God. Thank you, Lord, that she so willingly and so freely shares them with others, Lord. Father, we just pray now, Lord, that you would just bless us one and all. God, somebody who is listening may be going through a hard time, a trial right now, O God. And, Father, we just pray for that one, for those ones right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We pray, O God, for a mighty touch from you, O God. Father, if there's healing that is needed physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, psychologically, O God, whatever healing is needed, O God, we speak the word of healing right now in the name of Jesus, O God. And even during their quiet time, as they would meditate and reflect on you, O God, Father, we ask, O God, that you would just continue to raise them to a level of peace, Lord God. Father, just raise them, Lord God, with power, Lord God, and victory over every circumstance that they're going through, O God. Father, help us, Lord, to consecrate that time, Lord God, on a daily basis, Lord God, 15 minutes a day, O God, that we might find that time, Lord God, to meditate, Lord God, to concentrate on you, Lord God, to reflect on your goodness, O God. Father, we just pray right now that you would bless all of the pastors and church leaders, Lord God. And Father, bless those women, Lord God, who are out there, Lord, who are listening, Lord, who may be in domestic violence relationships, oh God. Father, we pray, Lord God, for healing, Lord God. And Father, we pray, Lord God, for a spirit of advocacy, oh God. Father, we lift up the Women's Center at Louisville Seminary to you, oh God. And Father, we pray a blessing, Lord God, upon myself and Upon those others, Lord God, who are working, Lord God, as advocates for women, oh God. And Father, we just pray now, Lord God, that you would just give us that extra spiritual sensitivity, oh God, that we might be sensitive to your Holy Spirit and sensitive to the needs of others, oh God. God, we give you all of the glory, we give you all of the honor and all of the praise, Lord God. For we ask these blessings in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. I'm Dr. Maxine Thomas, and you've been listening to. Totally Whole presents We Are One Woman Community Talk Show. And I am coming to you from uh, from the city of Louisville in Kentucky. And once again, I am the director of the Women's Center at Louisville Seminary. Thank you so much, Evangelist Bean. Thank you so much to our listening audience. We Thank are you. one woman. Amen. Amen. Thank you.